The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. As you begin your spiritual journey, you are often told what to do and receive advice on which path to follow. But as you move along, eventually you need to become your own guide. Progress can be difficult at times, but once you reach new levels of awareness, the inner vistas are spectacular. Welcome to Nurturing the Spiritual Spelunker in All of Us. Your guide and companion is Giles Asselin. Come join us now on this path of exploration. Here is your host, Giles Asselin. Good afternoon, uh, everyone. Uh, this is Jill from uh, Nurturing the Spiritual Spelunker in All of Us. I have a guest today. His name is uh, Scott Smith. Good afternoon, Scott. Good afternoon. Thank you very thank much you for, for being with us today. Uh, it's a pleasure and an honor to, to have you with, uh, with us on the show. Um, I won't really introduce you since I did that. Uh, I've done that in the in the last show about a week ago, and I will um, dive in right away with a couple of questions. Uh, we've been working together for about uh, nine months now, so I have a, a fairly good understanding of what we can do together. But I would like you to to spend some time telling us what kind of work you do and what kind of services you offer, please. Well, sure. I have a website. Shockify.com, and it explains some of that there. There's lots of examples. It's hard for some people to realize and understand this energy that's behind everything, that's inside everything. And so um, I help people along their path. I do clearings. I help people in many different kinds of ways, but mostly I help them help themselves. Mostly, I help them grow themselves along their own path. It's sort of like uh, if you take a look at Dr. Emoto's work with the water. Mm -hmm, Yes. When you have this water that's in wonderful energy, the water crystals look all nice and symmetric and beautiful. And when the water is not, then the crystalline structure isn't. And I work with people's crystalline structure realize that we're mostly water. Mm. Okay. Thank you. So that brings me to two more questions. Uh, you mentioned the word clearing. What is a clearing? What, what well, are you helping us clear? Energy flows through our crystalline structure. And that energy can flow smoothly, freely, or it can go through like a pachinko ball, hitting this, hitting that, all these different constructs and constrictions, all these different things that we have created that we've put there, blocks that we've put there ourselves. And by clearing this stuff that we don't need out, then the energy flows freely and it's much easier to create a better life for yourself. 
Mm-hmm. So, so people can feel within themselves a better flow. Uh, what, what do they sense? What do they feel after a session? For can you tell us, please? Well, everybody perceives differently. It's sort of like the uh, three blind men and the elephant, one at the trunk, one at the tail, and one in the middle. They all describe it absolutely 100% perfectly, but their descriptions are absolutely completely different. And that's what it is for people as well. We're coming from different places of perspective points. And in that way... Each person has their own gifts as to what they perceive. Some people perceive colors. Some people might uh, feel they're connecting with their guides in some way. Some people just feel more relaxed physically. Each person's different in that regard. But once the energy starts flowing through better, then they start attracting different things into their life. And it's not about feeling better in the moment. It's about improving their life situation. Okay, thank you. Uh, you mentioned colors. You mentioned people seeing colors. Uh, that is very interesting to me because um, when we first met uh, on the phone, I remember it was on the phone last July, Thank, I think my understanding, thanks to your energy, I was able to see colors. And the colors that I saw first was turquoise. And I've been seeing that color on and off with you. And more recently on my own, I think about two weeks ago, interesting why before one of my shows, I went into a meditation and I, I, I could see colors. Uh, the same color again and the same shape that I was um, seeing with you. So. Does it make sense to you? Is it a sign of progress from your students? Or what do they report to you? Well, once again, each one's different. If we were to discuss you, Gilles, then the fact that you can start seeing colors more clearly and more often when you're doing inner work is a sign that things are clearing out. Everyone has different veils in their third eye, the Ajna chakra, the brow chakra. And as these veils get lifted, then more can come through and more gets seen in that way. That's the easiest way to look at what's going on. Mm -hmm. That's a good explanation. I haven't talked about veils yet in my show. I mean, uh, it's something I understand, but um, so, so your work also is, is about helping people remove their veils. Sure, if that's what they want and that's what's on their path. Mm -hmm. But um, my question, I'm trying to be a, a good um, student. Uh, how can we be aware of that? You know, most likely the veils are unconscious to most people. So people come to you because they, they obviously want something. They, they, they are attracted to your energy and to your vibrations. But how can you determine what they need if they don't quite know what they want or what they need? Through my gifts inside. I'm an empath and I can feel ah. the other person inside. I can see what they're seeing. I can see if it's illusion or it's real. But mostly people come to me because they're having physical problems or they're having problems with relationships, or they're having problems in business, or they want to shift their life focus, or they have 
certain gifts that are starting to unfold and they're not un understanding them and they want to develop them in a better way. So different students come to me uh, at different times for different reasons. Mm -hmm. Good. I think I came to you just by sheer coincidence. I mean, uh, that's interesting. Obviously, I needed something, but I wasn't really quite aware of what I needed at the time. But we've been doing so much clearing and cleansing together that uh, I think it's been very beneficial. That, that gets me, in a sense, to my second question. How did you start offering this kind of work? And when did you start? And, and was there any kind of experience that prompted you to start offering these services? Um, well... I've been having uh, various spiritual experiences, too numerous to mention, uh, since childhood. And in my 20s, there was another batch of purification for myself. But in the mid-80s, I started focusing my life in this way. It seemed, that, uh, it seemed as though that that was all I could do, was focus on that focus on what was coming through. And I went through a series of physical teachers and teachers that were on the inside. And all different kinds of things started showing up in my life. And it was really an amazing journey. It truly was. And uh, I was introduced to some of the Astara works and some of the Rosicrucian works and all these other people and all these mystery schools. And one of the things that I saw from all the different teachers and all the different schools that were out there was that they had books upon books upon books and thousands of techniques. And as I knew that there was no way I was going to ever remember all those different techniques and when to use which technique. And a lot of them were seeped in ritual. You had to get an orange silk and burn three candles and this and that. <laughs> and uh, I knew that wasn't for me at all. And so I, you know, I just had this discussion inside with my guides, with God, with whatever you want to call that. And I said, please give me a way where I can make this simple for people so people don't have to go through it as difficultly as I did, but it can be made much more smooth, much more easy. And over a period of time, through the 90s and into the early 2000s, various very simple techniques came to me to start using them with people. And so I would, and I did, and the people had very, very good results with them. And the processes kept simplifying more and more as more people were using them. And it's been just an incredible, incredible for me to be part of this journey as these processes have become so easy for people and so just profound in, in the way they're able to help people. I've been just, uh, I guess I'm repeating myself, but I'm, I'm just so grateful to be part of that. Mm -hmm. So in answer to the rest of your question, it was in the mid-2000s that I decided to start doing this. And I started doing this on the side in addition to my day job. I was working in durable medical equipment at the time. And... Um, then I guess 
right around 2010, 2011, I started doing it full-time. 2010, okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Good. Thank you. That, that's very interesting. We never discussed that, so I'm learning a lot. You, you mentioned also being an empath. Um, I kind of know what it is. I have a friend in Paris who is American and is also an empath, but have you been an empath since day one? I mean, how did you realize that you were an empath and that obviously you can feel people's whatever, attention, feelings, moods? Uh, that's my, the first part of my question. The second part is, are these feelings affecting you as well, or do you need to do anything to protect yourself against those if people go into depression, for instance? Sure, and uh, I did. I've been there, done that. As a child, I would be like this happy-go-lucky kid walking through a mall, and I'd be picking up stuff from all these other people. But I didn't know that. My parents didn't know how what was going on with me. They called me precocious. And so I'm picking up all this stuff from all these people. And by the time I got to the middle of the mall, I was ready to just hit someone, and which isn't my nature at all. And it just took a very, very long time. It wasn't until I was in my 30s that I realized that there was a way to turn it off. And it wasn't until I was in my 20s that I realized that, hey, this isn't me. I'm not the one feeling this way. And it takes a long time for someone when they have no one to speak to Mm-hmm. to learn all this and to figure it out themselves. I guess I was a little bit slow in that regard. And uh, and yeah, because first you have to figure out who you are. And you subtract who you are from what you're feeling, and that must be this other person. And then you have to figure out which person it's coming from. Everybody's body system is about 55 feet in diameter. That's huge. So somebody who's an empath, and there's different empaths that pick up things in different ways. But uh, as you're going through, it's it, sometimes it's very difficult to figure out who's what, where, and things like this. And it requires the development of focus. So I had to learn how to focus really well. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously, you can see through people. I'm, I'm asking the questions because when we work together, uh, you can tell me things about my mother and my brother who are living in France. So obviously, you're able to travel. It's astral travel. I think it's not maybe not that complicated. But how can you see through me into my mother and my brother? How can you do that, please? Well, I'm not traveling. Okay. I would save a lot of airfare if I could. (laughs) Good. (laughs) (laughs) But what's actually happening is uh, it's like your guides are speaking to me and speaking to my guides. Mm -hmm. And when I'm working with you and focused on you, well, you have a DNA line. And the energy goes through the DNA And so your mother and your brother are directly connected. Your son is also. 
So mm-hmm. it makes it a little bit easier. And again, these are just tools that I've developed over time. It, it, that didn't come instantaneously to me. Mm-hmm. And when it first started coming to me, it really, really freaked me out. <laughs> and uh, I ended up turning a lot of my abilities off for quite a long time. Mm-hmm. I can't understand that, I guess. Yes. You have to realize that all there is is energy. And it's all one. And we can try to make an understanding of what's happening and how it's happening and all this. But it's difficult to. If you're living in the plane of a piece of paper, you don't even know what's happening above the paper or below that piece of paper. And here we are living in three dimensions. Up, down, left, right, back and forth. But our body system which you may or may not have discussed on your show, from the physical body, the energetic body, all the different subtle bodies. We're multidimensional beings, even though we're not aware of it on all these different planes of existence, all these different dimensions. I usually don't even refer to it in that way. And so the information can flow through this, if you're open to this, if you allow it, if you choose to allow it then the information can flow through. And it's a matter of practice. And you get better at it over time. And uh, But it's all one. We're all one. All there is is energy. If you take x-rays and you slow them down, they become like radio waves. And you slow that down and it eventually it becomes visible light. It's the same vibrating nothing. And you slow that vibrating light down, it becomes sound. And you slow that down, it becomes plasma. And you slow plasma down, it becomes gas. And you slow down gas and it becomes liquid. And you slow down liquid and it becomes solid. E equals mc squared. Do a little algebra. Mass is nothing more than the energy divided by this really huge number, the speed of light squared. And so mass is nothing more than very slow-moving energy. Scientists are even discovering how these subatomic particles, they keep shifting between mass and energy. And they don't understand, and they're trying to understand it with scientific tools that aren't designed to really understand it, and they're doing the best they can. But people like me and others who are working with spiritual energy, we experience this shift between energy and mass all the time. When we bring, when you and I work with energy together, Gilles, don't, don't you start feeling it physically in your body sometimes? In my tummy, yes. On a regular basis, I can see movement more intense, yes. Okay. So that's an example of how this energy is working and how it's going back and forth, uh-huh. back and forth. And I think that's real nice and easy, real simple. Yeah. It's a good... good, thank you. I think it would be a nice time to take uh, our first break.
the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to Nurturing the Spiritual Spelunker in All of Us with Giles Asselin. To reach the program, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to seeking at nurturingthegift.org. Now, back to the program. Hello, Scott. Um, I have a couple more questions based on what you said to us uh, initially at the beginning of the show. You mentioned... uh, you mentioned us being a, a crystalline structure. Uh, can, can you please explain a bit more about that, what you mean, and, and how do we... We live in a physical body, obviously, and that's our primary... I would call it our primary um, reference point. And uh, how can you put a, a physical body and a crystalline structure together? Hmm. Sure. Well, all there is is the energy, and that slow-moving energy becomes the physical, the physical structure of the body. Viruses are nothing more than living crystals, aren't they? And we're mostly made of water. And water is one of the basic triangular crystalline shapes. And through Dr. Emoto's work, you can see all the magnificent crystals that the water makes. You get to choose. You get to choose how that energy is going to flow through this this physicality. I don't know how else to describe it in that it is a crystalline structure. Look at DNA. It's a crystal. It's all crystal. It's all interrelated little pieces of matter, all these different atoms. And as the energy comes through, what most people feel at first is the resistance in the body to the energy. 
Just like when you send electricity through a copper wire, you feel the heat given off by the wire. You don't feel the electricity going through. And then as you clear more and more that resistance away, then you start feeling these subtle energies. And it takes time to be able to do that. It takes time of working with that, clearing, purifying, and not everyone needs to be that or do that. Hmm. So, so that's what you call energy work, I guess. Yes. So there's, is there many ways to do it? I mean, do you do it differently with different students or depending on their so-called issues or needs? Yes, it is different with each student. However, there are a certain set group of basic techniques that I teach. And it's using these very, very few basic techniques that we can do all kinds of different things by applying the processes in different ways. Like you and I have done it ourselves. We can mm-hmm. do a do an energy technique and we can use divine love with it. Or we can use the same technique and use divine grace with it. Mm-hmm. And we get a different result. We start affecting different things. We can use focus to focus the energy into different bodies in different ways. And it's not all about clearing. It's about expansion. It's about exploration. It's about deeper understanding. Because right now, most of us, we're in our brains. We're locked in our brains. We're taught to be in our brains. And, And through all these processes, we learn how to not be in the brain. You don't have to be in a computer to run the computer. In the old multiple room computer days of IBM, you could sit at a remote terminal somewhere and control this computer in a different floor, in a different building, wherever. Same here with your body. We just haven't learned how to do it. There's a place called the center of the core of being. The place is actually the core of being. And in the center, that's where your node on the grid of humanity is. And by being there, we can start eliminating some of the distraction in life and start being able to focus and start being able to create at a much higher, more successful, more effective level in a more effective way. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, Something we've done also, which was very unusual to me, is connecting the chakras up to a certain number, uh, way way beyond the seven chakras. So, can you can you explain what what is the function of connecting the chakras and going up to twenty, twenty five, thirty? Sure. Different chakras are for different purposes, and mostly what we know are the seven basic ones that are taught to us in books that have been passed down for eons from the rishis all the way through in all kinds of books. Long, long, long time ago, the teachers would wait for their students to discover chakras that were not on the physical body. In specific, they would wait for them to find the one that's below the feet. I call this the base chakra, and you won't find it in books. 
although people who have talked to people who have talked to people who have talked to me are starting to refer to this. So if everybody wants to just close their eyes now and just have that thought to activate the base chakra, just to activate it, turn it on. I didn't say open or close it. Chakras are intelligent. They're smart. So just by activating that chakra, energy starts to flow where it had been dammed and blocked before. So some people feel a tingling in their toes. Some people feel energy in their shins. Some people, it just starts to open their heart chakra. And they feel all this empty openness in a good way in their chest. So you asked about the chakras that are off the body. There's lots of them. And we connect to different chakra levels depending on the work we want to do. If you go into outer space and you're orbiting the Mars, the planet Mars, it would be very, very difficult for you to do anything about an anthill in your backyard on the planet Earth. However, if you were at the level of the ants in the anthill, it would also be difficult to do anything about the anthill. So you need to be expanded beyond what you want to work on, but not so far removed from it that you have no effect anymore. And that's why we connect to different levels of the chakras. And the chakras go up from the crown. They go up along a tube referred to as the light tube, referred to as the silver tube. And in English, there's so many ways to say it. I just use the Sanskrit. It's called the Antakarana. And, uh, and that's where they are, right along there. That's the same tube that goes from you in all your lower bodies up to source. And along that tube slides this thing that protects us because the frequencies from source, from that I am presence, are so fast that if they went into the crystalline structure of our bodies, it would destroy it. Think of Ella Fitzgerald in the goblet. So what happens is this thing slides along that onto Karana intelligently, smartly. And what do we call that thing? We call it the upper aura. We call it the higher self. We call it the upper room. We call it the Christed over self. We call it the soul. Again, English has so many ways of talking about it and around it. Other languages, boom, that's what that is. Mm. Thank you very much. Sorry to interrupt. But I was going to ask you about the higher self. So, so it's a very good timing. Uh, my question is, what is it? Uh, and it, it looks like we need to connect to it now for that antakawana. Uh, and for what purpose? Well, you already are connected to it. You can't not be connected to it. That Antakarana starts in the center of the core of being and goes all the way up to the I am presence. And that soul, that higher self, slides along. 
And as we prepare the bodies below, right, we have a lot of bodies. We have the energetic body, the physical body, the emotional body, the mental body, causal, astral, etheric, Christ body, light body, radiant body, ascension body. That's a lot of bodies. That's why I call it the body That's why I call it the body system. It's there, it works, it's all connected. It's connected through that anakarana to the I am presence, to God, to source. It doesn't matter what religion, that's how it works. And along that anakarana is gliding your soul as you prepare these lower bodies. Then that soul comes down and eventually merges with the lower bodies. That is a Christed being. In Buddhism, that's referred to as an awakened one. And that, again, is just part of the process of enlightenment. So how do we do that? That was the work we talked about in the beginning of the call. Yes. Clearing our bodies and preparing our bodies working with the higher vibrations, getting our bodies acclimated to these higher vibrations. So uh, one of the questions I didn't fully answer before was connecting the chakras. Well, the chakras are connected one to the other like the longitudinal lines on a globe, like the segments of an orange. And when you connect the root chakra to the second chakra, you're connecting your life plan and how it's going to unfold with balance. Third chakra would be power. Fifth chakra is communication. The sixth chakra is wisdom. So you're plugging these different things together so that these energies can flow together. Rather, and it just makes everything more smooth. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So, so we are preparing those bodies, the bodies you mentioned, for, for, for what? For some sort of ascension? Some sort of... Uh, is that what's going to happen, practically speaking? <laughs> well, practically speaking, let's get there and find out what happens as you become an enlightened being, an awakened being, and you start raising your vibration, is that you start affecting everything on the planet, everything around you. There's a theory talked about called the theory of the hundredth monkey. Yes. And it talks about how all these monkeys on this island have no contact with the monkeys on another island. And monkeys on one of the islands start to learn to eat coconuts eventually the hundredth monkey learns to eat coconuts and all of a sudden all the monkeys on the other islands start to learn to eat coconuts and it wasn't until the 2000s the early 2000s that mathematicians discovered that equation that critical mass necessary to change a population and that's the square root of one percent of a population to change that population. So, if we get, what is it, 7,500, 7,700, somewhere in there, maybe more, but around that, 
globally people to become awakened, people to become Christed beings, then all of humanity will shift and change into a much more positive way of being. So that's one way of looking at it. And different cultures have different ways of talking about it. Buddhism has ways of talking about it, and in Buddhism we have the Bodhisattva, who keeps coming back or stays here until all of humanity has risen to this level. Right? You have um, Christianity, where Christ made that leap. And he talked about how we could do that for ourselves. And all the religions talk about this. And it's a wonderful thing. Good. Maybe it's a good time for the second break. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to Nurturing the Spiritual Spelunker in All of Us with Giles Asselin. To reach the program, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to seeking at nurturingthegift.org. Now, back to the program. Hello again, Scott. Uh, thanks for being with us today. I think what we heard uh, until now was very, uh, very interesting, very intriguing. Would you be able now to take us into um, some sort of a meditation that could um, you know, let us experience what you presented so far. I think that would be very beneficial for our audience. I'd be happy to. Thank you. Ra- rather than a meditation, let's do some actual energy work. 
let's do some energy work together. And so what I'd like is everyone to, if you choose, it's all about choice, it's all about allowing, just choose to close your eyes and tell your consciousness to be in the center of the core of being. You don't need to know where it is, just tell your consciousness to be there. It's like being in the center of a hurricane, one of the most beautiful days you'll ever encounter. And around you, going round and around, is all the whirlwind of Maya, all the whirlwind of illusion. And just be there at your node in the center of the core of being. For some people, this feels like meditation. This is not meditation. We haven't really done anything yet. So now have the thought to activate, to turn on that base chakra again, the one that's below the feet. Not the one that's on the bottom of each foot, but this is off the body. Good. And let's just be here, relaxed, and I'm going to radiate out divine peace. And I'd like you to breathe divine peace in through your nose and fill the center of the core of being with divine peace. And now just allow it to radiate out through your whole body system. Let's take in divine healing. And I'm radiating out divine healing, impregnating this recording with it. So as you listen to this recording, feel the energy of divine healing and breathe in divine healing. Breathe it in through your nose if you can and fill the center of the core of being completely with divine healing. Maybe it feels different to you. Maybe it feels the same. Maybe you're feeling nothing. Don't worry about it. And let me call forth divine grace. Just ask. That's all you have to do to call it forth is just ask for divine grace. Mm, breathe it in through your nose. Breathe in divine grace. And, and let's activate, energize, intensify, and anchor this divine grace, the divine healing, and the divine peace on our node in the center of the core being and allow these three energies to radiate out through our whole body system. 
Maybe you have some physical pain somewhere. Maybe you have some ailment of some sort. Focus the energy into that condition, into that situation. Focus on the energy, not the situation. And allow that energy to help you. Just allow it. Mm. Good. Didn't that feel good? Didn't that feel good to do it? So let's be light workers. Let's take this energy in the center of the core being and radiate it from our node on the grid of humanity to every person on the planet using the grid of humanity. Just have the thought, the intent, and it'll go from your node to everyone else's node and just coat the planet sort of like a uh, a glidden logo of the paint where the paint goes all over the planet just coat the world with this energy and as we're all doing this all at once all together on this day after dirt earth day What a pleasant treat for the people of the planet. Because by participating with us now, where two or more of us gather in the name of the divine, it's stronger. It's asymptotic. As was said, there will I be. And that's a quick little example of, of doing some light work, doing some energy work, allowing healing into yourself. Maybe things aren't going so well for you and you need some more remuneration in your life. So let's call for divine abundance right now. Let's call forth divine abundance and divine grace and just breathe them in through your nose, activate, energize, intensify, anchor them on your node and feel that divine abundance, feel that divine grace and this time let's do it the slow way. Let's let this energy permeate every one of our chakras, all of our marma points and nadis, all of our meridians, sort of like an acupressure chart. And as those subatomic particles change from 
mass into energy using simple sympathetic vibrations out of Physics 101 that the energy will start vibrating with the divine abundance and the divine grace. And then it'll convert back into mass and carry this vibration into every atom in our body. Takes about four seconds and we can vibrate every atom in our body. And we can focus on our DNA and allow the DNA to repair, restore, rejuvenate, reactivate. And our RNA and the cells of our body and our organs and our whole physical body. And from there, let it go into your emotional body, all the layers and sub-layers, interconnected layers. You don't have to understand how a car works to drive it. So let's just do it. Let's allow this energy to permeate that emotional body, the personality layers. And now into the mental body and into the causal body and the astral body and the etheric body and now the Christ body or the Buddhic body, the light body, the radiant body, the ascension body until your whole entire 55 feet in diameter you is glowing. Is it a sphere? No, it's more of an egg shape. But that's okay. These models, these words are just ways we have of trying to understand something that's so far beyond us in dimensions that we cannot even perceive. Just allow the energy and start attracting more abundance and more grace into your life. Thanks so much. Sheila, are you still with us? Yes, I am. I was uh, basking into the energy. Thank you very much. Obviously, it's very similar to what we do together from time to time. Um, is there a, before we close, I mean, is there any, anything you would like to say to our audience in terms of I don't know, advice? Or I don't think we should go into any, any, any series of questions at this point. So, Yes. Well, I would just like to thank them all for participating. Thank them all for helping do some light work for the planet today. The little bit that we did, every little bit helps. And if you like this kind of work, if you want to learn more about it, um, then please visit my website. It's shockdefy.com, S-H-A-K-T-I-F as in Frank, Y.com. And, uh, and there's all kinds of things you can do there. There's a free daily healing list where I do healing energy work on the people who have signed up every day. There's teleconferences. 
There's all kinds of pre-recorded things that you can do at no cost. And then if you decide you want to learn some of this, you want to work with some of this, I'd be happy to have you as a student. So thanks so much, Gilles, for J- making Just this one more, help. one quick question. I guess it's uh, be easy for you to respond. Uh, how long does a session last, usually, between you and a student? Ah, well, each session is usually 90 minutes to two hours. Minutes. Oh, it's a long session. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Mm. So that's what people should take into consideration, I guess, because it's usually most of the coaching sessions last for about an hour. So it's like almost 50, more than 50% than that. Yes. Mm-hmm. What I've discovered is that uh, we, there's all this talking that needs to happen at the beginning of a session. And so then the work takes time itself. Mm-hmm. especially in the beginning when you're learning the techniques and you haven't mastered the techniques. It's like you're still learning how to hold the pencil before you're using it. I see what you mean, yeah. Energetically speaking, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And thank you. For- yeah, I think it's an important question because um, I think it's a long session, I guess. It goes pretty fast, but I think it's 90 minutes to an 82 hours. It's, a, it's more than I would do with a a regular coaching session. So uh, I think it's important for, for the listeners to, to know that. Sure, that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's great. Thank you so much for having me on today and thank you so much for helping to uh, bring this work, this kinds of work and the various things that you've tried in your life to mm-hmm. a broader listening, viewing audience. Mm-hmm. You're very welcome, and thank you very much also for the work you do. I mean, for the the benefits that all of us are getting, uh, the humanity as a whole, I guess, is getting, uh, I would say, lighter and lighter. So I guess we're getting closer to uh, a point of expansion, like what you mentioned, once the 1% square root of the population will will reach that stage. I mean, it's going to be a very interesting point for the future of humanity. So thank you very much. Thank you. And you're quite welcome. Goodbye. Thank you for joining us on Nurturing the Spiritual Spelunker in All of Us. Your personal journey, assisted by your guide and companion, Giles Asselin, will continue next Thursday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be sure to tune in again. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.